Hello, hello. This is Young Money. How are you guys doing today? Happy uh, holidays. And Trev, the ref, happy holiday, ho happy holidays to all the UNBA fans out there. Let's get it started. All right, man. So it's like basically at the end of the, uh, you know, of the year, and then twenty twenty, and uh, it's such a uh, crazy year, huh, Trevor? Not just you know for us, but also for the NBA. And yeah, it's a lot of things happening. Um, so with that, said, mm -hmm. with that being said about COVID, speaking of COVID, um, James Harden and the Rockets. I mean, he went partying and strip club and all that. Uh, so did he violate the COVID protocol? Or what do you think of that? Yeah, this is such an interesting story. Um, right now, it seems like he did. And that's what kind of like the NBA is saying. Um, it doesn't seem like he follow the protocols um, right now James Harden is saying that he did follow the protocols so we'll see how that investigation turns out a part of me has a conspiracy theory going here your money I think this is another part of Harden trying to sabotage his way out of Houston right like what do you mean like you're a superstar player like you know your team needs you this is the first game of the season and you're already breaking or putting yourself in a position to break protocol. Um, come on. Like, this just continues to show that he just doesn't care about what's going on in Houston because he wants out and he's just being a diva. So, yeah, that's crazy, man. I just, that's my conspiracy theory. I don't. I think this was premeditated. I don't know. What you think? You think he did this on purpose or he just kind of, eh? Uh, I mean... One, he does want to get out, right? Yeah. And two, he... Yeah, I mean, he could have violated the COVID protocol. I mean, he could have... You know, I mean, he should have been partying before games. I mean, people have done that in the past, right? Mm -hmm. uh, like Dennis Robin, who's going to Vegas and, and just party, you know? Hang out for there a couple of days. And there was this uh, moment, and then he came back, and play and but but nowadays because you have COVID you add an extra layer right so you're not you can't just think about yourself as much you gotta think about others what happened if he does get right. COVID and then you kind of you know have your team get COVID and then you, you know then you lose to COVID you don't lose to your team I mean to the other team um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know I think they need it I think Harden wants a divorce. Basically, that's what's happening. Yeah. And the Houston is like, they try to they try to work it, you know, type of thing. They try to work it out. With the mirrors, Houston Rockets. Harden's like, no, I'm good, man. I don't, you know, Harden wants to sign the paper and be like, peace out. I want a divorce, but <laughs> but uh, Rockets wants to um, want him back. And he doesn't want it. So, at some point, um, I feel like the, the Rockets right now, just they need to just have the worst because you can't, you know, I can't try to force someone to be, you know, in the marriage. You can't force someone, right? Uh, but he That's still true. have, you know, but he still have, what, two years of contract with him still? Yeah, so, two yeah, years. He's about, he's about to be done. Yeah. That's my opinion. I think he's, like, checking out where to be done with the Rockets. 
That's fair. I agree with that. Uh, he's kind of pretty much doing everything he can to get out of that situation. Um, and I don't know. It's, it's now it's hurting his team. And they got a lot of stuff going on right now, right? Like they had to cancel their game today because of they had more players that um, get contacted for coronavirus, including John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, and then um, went to like a barbershop with Kenyon Martin Jr., Right, so like they were worried about not having enough players to play today, so their their game yeah Wednesday got canceled, right? So or postponed. I don't know. It's just like the Rockets have just been imploding ever since the off season started, and it's just not getting any better for them. Right, this is game one, game one, and you have to have a postponement. Come on, get it together, Houston. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yep, be able to get uh, plummet, and I don't know who who, who should be blamed for the Houston Rockets. That's a good question. Mike Mike is gone. Harden wants to get uh, Westbrook is gone. Chris Paul is gone. I mean, I have to I have to blame James Harden. I have to okay. You blame James Harden? Is that? Yeah, man. Like I have to blame him and every other veteran on that team, right? But he's the centerpiece of that. He's He's the superstar. He is also the veteran of that team. You've got to set the example for one and keep everyone else in line, or at least help keep everyone in line. You got a young coach. Like, dude, this is your team. Like, do what you got to do to get your team on the court at least. At least get on the court and play. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. I've I've had a different picture of Harden this off. Ooh, excuse me, this offseason. And maybe there's a lot of stuff under the scenes that we haven't seen, right? Like, maybe he has been treated fairly crappily by Houston management and they haven't listened to him and it passed the way they should have to build around him the proper way. And now he wants out because things just haven't been working, right? They've tried a lot of wonky stuff out there in Houston and it hasn't worked. Like, starting 6-7 P.J. Tucker as your center <laughs> didn't work. We know that now. They did a lot of stuff that just didn't work, and now Harden's fed up. Like, hey, I need to try something else to find the happiness that I need and want in my life, in my career. So, uh, adios, like you said. Put all, sign that divorce paper for me, young fella. <laughs> he wants to sign, but uh, but uh, I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, speaking of COVID, uh, I mean. So what what will happen if people get COVID, like NBA players get COVID? Mm, obviously, yeah. obviously they get. That's obviously, it. one they get, one they get quarantined, and then secondly, um, like they do the the, the like the tracement, you know, tracing mm-hmm. to whoever who who was in contact with uh, with him. Mm-hmm. So, so that's how a good question. The season or the players and the teams and all that. That's a very good question, Yon. That's a very good question. All right? I think the the thing is we're trying to not be in a situation where, where we're like the NFL, where we have so many games postponed um, every week and players contracting COVID every week. But it's hard, right? In the bubble, they had different dynamics. Everyone was in the same spot. Everyone abided by the, the, the protocol set in place. And it was kind of simple. Like, you're in your own world, basically, down there in the bubble. But now everyone's outside of that bubble, right? And players can go and do whatever they want when they're not being supervised 24-7. And it's up on up to them to be responsible enough 
to still adhere to the protocols and put themselves in the best position to play every game. And I'm not sure that everyone is, in every team is going to do that, as we've already seen with the Houston Rockets. <laughs> I hate to backtrack there, but I, I think we're going to see some more of this throughout the season, unfortunately. And what, the, the season's supposed to be, what, 70 games? I think they're going to end up doing somewhat like um, college basketball, where like they have so many games scheduled, but like they're going to only require teams to play X amount of games to be to qualify for the playoffs. Um, and you hate to see that because it kind of sucks, right? But like, it's going to be hard to, for them to find ways to reschedule postponed games at some point if there gets to be too many. So maybe you end up like at the end of the day saying like, hey, there's only going to be, you know, you only have to play 60 games and there's some wonky math you got to do there to figure out who's in what position when it comes to the playoffs. But um, you might be just looking at a weird season in general. Like that's just how this year has gone. And um, yeah, get ready for the roller coaster, bro. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of question marks. Um, can you imagine, like, one of the star player, not even star player, one of the important players get have COVID, you know, uh, in the playoff series, like, like you know, like 2-2, and then LeBron James get, got COVID or, or Kawhi or KD or someone got COVID, that kind of mm-hmm. team, and then, and then – we gonna do <laughs> postpone the game until it comes back, or exactly or, craziness, or, or you just or you just play right. Um, so yeah, with this NBA season, one what one you want to stay uh, safe, right? We're talking mm-hmm. right now, and secondly is the injury prone prone to it, right? You don't get injured because it's shorter season, right? Um, there's a lot of changes, so hopefully. The players get adjusted. You never know if the fans will come back at some point. So it's a lot of just uncertainties. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just uh... hey man, we all being seven. I was like, kind of negative. I don't say negative news, but all this like sad kind of rainy yeah. stormy news. We got some. We got some sunshine. We got some sunny uh, sky <laughs> type of news. You know, the, the season started yesterday. I mean. Yeah, that's true. Man, okay. What do you think of the game? When you, when you talk about game, let's talk about... Um, yeah. Let's talk about uh, the first game first, okay? Which is KD and, uh, uh-huh. versus the Nets. What do you think of, of KD and Kyrie yeah. coming back yesterday? Like, yeah, they look fabulous, don't they? Yo, KD and Kyrie look nice, man. That is a problem for the league. They look healthy. They look spry. They look young and fresh. That is a problem. This new this Nets team, this Brooklyn Nets, I almost said New Jersey Nets, man, taking it back, showing my age. <laughs> but uh, this Brooklyn Nets team, hey, they hey, yo, yo, are yo, he's, fresh. Hey, I'm, I'm telling you something. This Trevor, rough right here. <laughs> he, he a lot of gray hair, man. Probably more than LeBron. A lot of gray hair. <laughs> yo, I'm, like, I'm like 59. Y'all didn't know? <laughs> he has more great than LeBron James. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you know that the dude that's playing with Uncle Drew in all those videos back in the day. That's me. That's me. The the real Uncle Drew, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, man, they're, they're looking nice. I like this this Nets team. They're they're real nice. If they can stay healthy, KD and Kyrie in particular. 
they're going to be good to go. They're going to be a, a, tr- a true contender. They got a strong supporting cast. We saw what Karis LeVert can do. Jared Allen, DeAndre Jordan, Joe Harris, Spencer Dinwiddie. Like, this is a deep team. They're talented. They have experience, um, championship pedigree. I don't know what you can do to really say they're not contenders outside of health. If they if they stay healthy, the sky's the limit for this team, right? They're in the East. The East isn't as strong as the West. They just nothing can stop them except besides themselves and acts of God. <laughs> in my opinion, what you think, man? Dude, like. Man, I was watching the game yesterday, actually, of um, mm-hmm. KD and Kyrie. And I, thought, I saw the first half. I'm like, dang. KD dropped. He, he dropped. He dropped like 10 points in like mm-hmm. f- five, six minutes. You know, he, he's just like, he dribble up to the, the three-pointer, pull up pull up three. He pull up three on the two. He uh, fade away. I'm just like. Man, I'm just watching KD play. <laughs> yeah, I was like in the offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Kyrie was good too, right? He he was uh, he was the best player actually yesterday of that game. But like his threes, his shots. I mean, like wow. That's uh, true. I think really, I think really good is really an understatement. Uh, it's probably superb, excellent, and awesome what they did yesterday. It's just like match ago but however like you're saying right uh it depends on their their health right because because mm-hmm. katie hasn't played for like what 20 months i believe Kyrie yeah. for like a year a year probably um so i mean it's good for them to come back and play with that energy right but hopefully they will not get injured again or my not a major injury but a minor one it would definitely take a hit on them because once you have been injured before and you have some sort of minor injury it can't become a major one so hopefully they don't have like achilles or blow the knees or you know something crazy like that. true uh hopefully Very yeah true. man if they still healthy man i'm telling you man i'm changing my mind if they still healthy they're probably the best team in the east <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. i mean i was just like whoa but the question mark is they had to be healthy right so, but that was the really the question mark. I didn't really know until they start flying. Like, man, like they're they're like they're the sporting uh, the sporting their supporting cast. I mean, you got what Dinwoody, uh, Lavert, right? I mean, don't, both of them are like borderline all star caliber, and you got what Jared Allen, yeah, DeAndre Jordan, Joe Harris. I mean, let's go on and on. So they have a like Prince, right? Is there too? Mm-hmm. Um, the supporting cast is very good, actually. Um, it's deeper than I expected. What do you think of their supporting cast? One more time, who's supporting? So cast? we, of uh, what, what do you think of uh, the Nets support, supporting cast? Are they like deep, shallow, okay? I think it's oh, very yeah. deep and very good. So. Yeah, I agree with that. They're very deep and very good, like you said. Like, Harris Avert could be, like, one of the top couple players on a good team, right? And he's coming off your bench as a six-man. Uh, you got Jared Allen, who could be a starting center for many teams, coming off your bench. You know, they got a lot of nice pieces. Ter- Tareem Prince, Jeff Green, 
Um, and the list can go on, man. They're they're very deep, as you said. And I don't know what you do with them. They don't really have a weakness. They can shoot. They can create shots for themselves at all levels. And, um, yeah, this is a tough team. This is just going to be a tough out. Yeah, man. Yeah, they'll be a... Uh... Do you think do you think the Nets have any like weaknesses? Hmm. Outside of health, uh. Oh, you saying their weaknesses health? Like not like a point guard, yeah. ball movement, defense, nothing like that. Yeah, their weakness is health. Like we've seen Kyrie go years with nagging injuries, and KD at at points in his career also. So like that is going to be a thing. Karis Avert had injuries coming into his NBA career also, and. DeAndre and all those guys have had injuries. So can they stay healthy? Um, can they consistently get players that stretch the floor like Joe like Joe Harris? Can they continue to move the ball and not get stagnant and play hero ball with um, any of their players, Kyrie in particular? You know, so just keeping that team chemistry together. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Health definitely the, uh, the the weakness, but hopefully they will get better. So, all right, man. We talk about game one. This is about game two yesterday. Clippers mm-hmm. versus the Lakers. Ooh. LA versus LA. Ooh, I mean, it was like very similar to like game. Uh, I just remember I watched yesterday's game was very similar to the the previous season. Like, you know the. the, the Mm-hmm. The, the, the Clippers they won and and uh, the Lakers lost and the Lakers look weak, you know, slow, <laughs> not that good. Um, <laughs> but but it's, it's very similar from like uh, this is what I remind of when I watched yesterday. Um, you know, like twenty, uh, yeah, last season versus this season, regular season game one is very similar. But I do hope. They will play in the conference final, or at least in the playoffs. So, but anyways, the reading of the yeah. game last night. Dude, it was a good game. That was a better game than the first game, <laughs> the blowout that the Nets put on. But um, yeah, hey, it, I think Clippers, that the the Clippers. The, the Clipper, la, la, hold up. So what I like to see. Blowing, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm saying real quick. The Clippers were blowing out the Lakers. It was like forty to twenty, and they came back. Anyways, but yeah, yeah go go ahead. Sorry. Mhm. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Mhm. And I like that. I, I think the the Clippers they showed us something that I was looking for yesterday, and the fact that they when they were winning, they weren't on the, the sideline talking crap. They weren't on the sidelines laughing and high fiving and doing all that jazz like they were last year in the bubble. Not even Patrick Beverly. Paul George said a lot of the right things. You saw a team that looked more composed and together. There's more ball movement. They looked like they were on a mission yesterday. And that's what we wanted to see from them in a the bubble. And I don't think they fully had that level of focus and urgency that they needed to have to win a championship. But it looked like they might have it this year. You know, and and they also I like what Paul how Paul George looks. He looked nice. Now, can Paul George keep this up? Is that the thing when the pressure is on? Is he going to have another meltdown like he had last year in the playoffs? Playoff P, quote, unquote. <laughs> uh, we don't know. We got to see what happens. 
I like this whole Kawhi playing the the, the primary option in the triangle, trying to be like Kobe and MJ out here. So Ooh-hoo. that's your boy. That's your boy. What's up with them? What's up? You like it? He playing like the triangle. That, I like that, man. Okay. It, it, you think about it. Let me get on into this, man. You know, I can't. Let me get into into this. <laughs> we talk about the triangle defense with Kawhi. I mean, think about it. When, when they have that, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, I, I do Michael and then Kobe and then Kawhi. So uh, when Michael was playing the triangle offense, they did have do, uh, obviously, Phil Jackson, right? And then Kobe is Phil Jackson, too, right? And with that system, they did not have really a um, – uh, like a true point guard, right? Just mm-hmm. one, like, you know, Steve Kerr was uh, uh, the point guard for the Bulls, and then what? The Lakers, they had what? Dick Fisher, and then what? Steve Blake, or someone, you know, someone just, uh, they weren't like really point guards like Rondo. This is Chris Paul. So I think that uh, that could that could really work. Uh, do that right. So, like, like you're saying, like, the Clippers. Okay, let me talk about the Clippers real quick. So, the Clippers last year, one, they didn't have a lot of coherency, right? So, like, like playing together, and the secondly, they had like entitlement type of thing, like, oh, we better than you, we don't even need to try type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, and then, and then, thirdly, uh, I think. The coaching and the culture and the staff wasn't as great. So those are the main things. And then this year, they got a. Uh, I'm not saying Tyrone Lue is a better coach than Doc Rivers, but Tyrone Lue was probably a better fit than uh, probably Doc Rivers. He probably know not just the player, yeah. uh, but also the culture and the system and how to make it work. So it was a, in terms of a better fit for the job, I think Tyrone Lue is better than Doc Rivers. So one, they switched that. And the secondly, like you're saying, they're on a mission to to win this year, right? They know from last year. They learned from last year, like, yo, bro, we can't we can't be like, they yeah. can be the best thing. We think we're the best team in the world, and we lost the Denver Nuggets, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the culture shifted and changed. So it's really, it's, uh, really excited. Hopefully, they they'll stay that way. If you look if, if you look at yesterday and how how well uh, Paul George played, man, dude, look, you see him, man, like. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, uh, he looked nice. Four, uh, this your team ain't looking good. Hey, look, 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 look. Four years, four years, 190 million extension. He's like, people say he's not worth it. And people say he's pandemic P, playoff P, he came out, you know, <laughs> like a superstar, man. Like a true superstar. But it was only game one, right? Did it continue this on? Uh, but yeah, but I do like the change so far. Hopefully uh, they keep mm-hmm. it up. We talk about the Clippers. Talk about Lakers, man. What about what about them, man? Like, uh, the, the, their coach. Uh, um, what was the coach's name? Uh, the Lakers coach. I lost. I lost my dog. Oh, uh, Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel, right? He said the uh, the Lakers is mentally ready, but not physically uh, uh, ready. Do you agree with that? He did. Um, I think I agree with the coach's assessment. They looked sluggish and tired yesterday. Yeah. So, like, maybe there's some type of, like, you know, championship hangover. They didn't have a long off season. 
So maybe they still are trying to recover and get back into game form after taking a couple months off and just kind of kicking it and enjoying their uh, championship win. I know LeBron normally has his regular routine that he does, but like all that's been thrown into whack with, you know, the restart of the NBA season last season in the playoffs and then having a shortened off season. So like I can even see LeBron kind of being out of sorts when it comes to his shape and physical conditioning. Just a little bit, because, you know, LeBron is going to always going to be in great shape. But, um, yeah, I don't know what to do uh, to say about about that. Like, they should be ready, right, I guess, in theory. We'll see how the Heat look. Um, the Heat didn't look too bad, right? They didn't look as sluggish um, coming back t- uh, this week. But, um, yeah, maybe they're just tired. I- I'll give it to them. I'll let them have that one for now. We'll see how they look. When we hit midseason and hit their stride at the end of the season and going into the playoffs, you can't you can't count this team out. They're a good team. They're deep. They got all the pieces returning from a, a championship team last season. So what do you say? What can you say? I'll give them the benefit of the doubt for now. Well, I think with the Lakers, um, there are a couple of problems, right? I mean, they're the champion, but mm. championship to and one one is the age, right? I, I think mm-hmm. the Lakers is one of the oldest team in. The league and secondly they play through the bubble and they play through the championship game so um so they play a lot longer more games basically longer more games than everyone in the league basically except for the heat like you're saying mm-hmm. but the heat is younger you know they're more athletic i mean but but the lakers older um a lot older actually <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully they'll come back, and then uh, yeah, I think Lakers should be fine. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think his championship hangover is more just they didn't get back into you know, you know, when you get older, when you wake up, uh, mm-hmm. Trevor, you know, like you, you know, when you get older, when yeah. you're when, when, when you're old, ah, ah, tell, you tell me up, about it. You, know, <laughs> you, you got to stretch your body a little bit, right? You know, right? You spend more time stretching your body. And then mm-hmm. you do the exercise, right? Versus when you're younger, when you're like, what? In your high school, you just, you just wake up and just start shooting threes. You don't have to, like, warm up. Just dunking and the shooting threes and, you know, free throws. You don't have, you know, you don't, you don't have to warm up at all. Mm-hmm. But, but since you're older, you got to warm up, right? Uh, longer, actually. Uh, but, you know, they, they are experienced and, um, and have uh, our championship cardboard team. And yeah, I think they'll be fine. Uh, but uh, one okay, one thing about the Clippers I like yesterday was uh, Ibaka and Nicholas Batum. Man, yeah, like for them, yeah, for them, like when so both of them can actually shoot, right? They're like Nicholas Batum is like a stress four three uh, forward, right? And then Ibaka is like True. a stress five or four. And because they, because both of them can go out to the outside and knock down the three on the long two, they were doing that last night, right? Mountain Harris mm-hmm. couldn't do that. So man, I really like those two addition a lot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I saw an action. It was it was good. And then uh, it's harder for like AD or Marco so have the guard because they have to go to like the perimeter and then like. Paul George and then Kawhi can, you know, drive you to hoop, right? Versus Montrose Harrell in the paint, they can't really drive. So mm-hmm. they'll open up the lane a bit more. So, but yeah, I like it better. But yeah, Lakers look a little bit sluggish, but but they'll, they'll, they'll be back. They'll be back. 
Okay. Exactly. Good assessment. Uh, okay, let's talk about the Warriors, man. No Draymond, no Clay. They look. Mm-hmm. They sucked mm-hmm. yesterday. Let's say yeah. that. Yeah. They're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. Are, are, are oh, they a man. playoff team like, like this? I mean, it doesn't look like it. Oof. Yeah, it didn't look like it yesterday. I, I I think they'll bounce back a bit, especially having Draymond will help. He's probably their best post defender. He's a He brings a lot of energy and heart to the team. He's not going to let them quit and give up. Um, but he's older. I think this showed me. Yeah. Yeah. But like this team really missed Draymond and Clay. Clay's not coming back. Draymond should be back within the next couple games. Um at full strength, this is a playoff contender. You know, they're a contender with Steph, Clay, and Dre and the rest of the people on this team. But right now, um they're gonna have to fight to get into the playoffs out west, even with Draymond. I think when Draymond comes back they'll they'll make it. As some of their new pieces get acclimated better. Kyle Oubre. I like Kyle Oubre. I like Wiseman. Wiseman looked nice, man. Wiseman looked nice. Number two pick in the draft. He looked nice. He, he had some good numbers. I mean, the only thing is I want to see him play a more competitive game and see how he does then because he kind of got some garbage time stats in there. But um, he didn't look bad um, even early on in the game. So that's a positive for them. They needed some more height down there. And... Um, yeah, I think they'll squeak into the playoffs. Steph will play better. He's coming back off an of injury, too. Um, Oubre, like I said, I like. I think Andrew Wiggins has to play a lot better. Like, he, he like he's never probably going to live up to the expectations that any of us had for him when he came out of high school, right? Like, we thought he was going to be almost like a mini LeBron, and he just hasn't shown that. But, like, he can still be better than this. He's, he's kind of like a – he reminds me of Harrison Barnes. <laughs> Remember when Harrison Barnes was on the Warriors? Andrew Wiggins, he had, he did his best Harrison Barnes impersonation the pat this yesterday, and that worries me. That's perk. Oh my gosh! I'm like Andrew Wiggins. What are you doing? He's got to be better than that. But um, yeah, I think they can squeak in. They have enough pieces. They can squeak in to like maybe the AC, but um, not much further. I don't know what you think, dude. And one word described yesterday for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. The question was, the reporter asked uh, Stephen Curry, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so how do you um, like playing against your uh, ex-roommate, or it's not ex-roommate, ex-teammate, Kevin Durant? You know mm-hmm. you know what his bottom was? He was what did he, he say, said, bro? Stephen Curry. He said, awful. <laughs> oh, there you man. go, man. There you go. Oh man. Awful. That's rough. It's, yeah. Yep. It's, it's rough. Sums it up. I mean, like, yeah. Well, think about it. when KD left the Warriors. They haven't been, been reveling since. I mean, due to injuries, but still, but it's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, I think KD is. I think KD is that good. When we left the Warriors, I mean, people get injured, we don't play. It's just, you know, people think like Steph, Clay, and Jeremy will have a second dynasty again. I don't see that happening. Like, too much industry, they get older. It's just, yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening. Right? Versus, right? Because you can't have Andrew, like you said, you can't have Andrew Wiggins 
you want him to be like a, at least a borderline all star, but he's a Harrison Barnes. You know, it's just like <laughs> well, or even less than less than Harrison Barnes. At least Clay likes one, but he's not, he was a number one pick. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, maybe they go to the playoffs and squeeze in, maybe like you're saying, maybe like. Six seed maybe seven eight on the bottom three. Mm-hmm. They that I think it's a ceiling man with Drake with uh with a healthy Draymond. There's like six seven and eight. That's it. I don't see them like mid tier or top tier. Obviously like bottom tier in the West. So yep, they missing fair. Uh, they missing Clay Clay man Clay's man dude like Clay 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 yeah. That's fair. Right, it's tough. It's... Go ahead. You want to say something? Oh, no. I'm saying it's tough. It's going to be a rough year for them. Let's see what they do. Yeah, man. It's a rough year, man. Hopefully, uh, I wish the best luck for the Warriors. Right? They were the worst team last year. And hopefully, this year, they become a playoff team. When Clay comes back, maybe a contending championship team. But that's all. That's my hope for them. Uh, but, yeah. But usually, when a dynasty... You know, like dies, you probably won't come back unless, uh, unless you just unless you just check out both in the nineteen nineties, right? <laughs> for sure. Dynasty and then second dynasty. I don't see the second dynasty for the Warriors. Nope. But, uh, nope. They done when KD left. That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Our, yeah, movie savage. It's true. It's looking like this. Yeah. I saw my Golden State Warriors stock when KD left. <laughs> That's a good choice. Oh, when, oh, when he got injured, like, yep, bye. We know you're gonna suck next year. <laughs> you know, it's like LeBron James, <laughs> like LeBron James leaving a team. Like, yeah, this is gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, That's true. That's true. All right, man. That's all hey. we got uh, for you tonight. I uh, hope you um, tune in. Tune in more uh, with the uh, new season, man. It'll be exciting. Uh, yes, sir. I'm, I'm excited about this regular season, actually. How about you, you Raf? Same. I'm excited. I'm excited. Looking forward to it. So uh, it's been a good one so far. We're looking for a lot of good days and, and games coming up. So let's get it, man. Let's get it. Thanks for tuning in, everyone.